All right, peak ahead four thirty-five. <laughs> what is, what is happening where you are? Why are you so cold? Why are you cold? <laughs> I just got off the motorcycle. I'm in a big. I'm trying to get home tomorrow, and I had like twelve hundred and fifty miles to go. I still have seven hundred more miles to go, and I, I guess I was just trying to drive the last minute because that's not a very good split. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just rolled in. It's so fucking cold. I have no idea. <laughs> Who goes on a motorcycle adventure in the middle of fucking December? Wait, no, it's we a, don't want to say anything. You do. There's <laughs> <laughs> a holidays and everything. Right? <laughs> you do. I mean, honestly, I think that was my and Kyle's first reaction was like, oh, de- December, huh? <laughs> you know, yeah, you, you want to go when the roads are totally empty. <laughs> Except for out the there. Holiday no traffic. law enforcement, like. Yeah, it this seems like an awful time to do this, but you did it. Trailers. Yeah, I'm almost. I've got one more leg. Hopefully, I can do seven. I expect to do 700 miles tomorrow. If I don't, then it'll be two days. But it'll be Rough what day. it'll be. That, that doesn't it's, seem like that many miles for a bike, though. Yeah, it is. It's well, a more, it's, oh. bikes do fewer typically miles than a car can do. Oh, I was just thinking speed. Like I imagine, yeah, but he doesn't want to like- way higher. <laughs> Yeah, you do like a buck eighty the whole time. It's <laughs> uh, I can do more miles in a car. One, it's just more effort on a bike. Like everything is yeah. more effort. My hands are freezing. I have winter gloves. I have heated grips. It's not enough. My hands are perpetually cold. I'm driving one-handed, alternating which one is going like under my balls <laughs> to warm up. Um, Sounds awful. Yeah, my whole body is cold. I'm so cold that when I'm put into the warmth, I'm still not warm. And I'm like, what? What, how do you get warm again? Are these clothes keeping the cold in? Is that what's happening right <laughs> yeah. now? It, is you think I, that's uh, it? That I sucks. saw last night there was like I wasn't paying attention, but the Weather Channel was on, and they were like the whole mat was purple and like oh. deep, like, like colors they don't usually bring out. You know, like, <laughs> no. like, like is that magenta? Does that mean, <laughs> it's almost know? circled back around to hot? Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. It's almost come full circle. They're they're about to turn the Midwest black at this point yeah. because of some winter vortex. And I was thinking, like, yeah, Woody's right there in the middle of that big pink oh, zone. <laughs> it's like I'm trying to get. I'm just trying to stay in front of that storm system, and I I forget what they're calling it, like snow cyclones or something like that. And it's they're like there's only a couple inches of snow dropping, but the winds are. so so bad it's going to be blizzard conditions even with just mm-hmm. the snow on the ground and i'm like oh my god i gotta get home so yeah, there's <laughs> only two inches of snow but that's because the snow was afraid of the cold and it, <laughs> and it quickly turned to ice uh, the off-road portion the real part that i did this for was a blast it really worked out it sort of met all my expectations i enjoyed it the ride there was just cold i, I think it was five days and it rained like three and a half of them it would just and it's a special kind uh, of December rain, like it's it's cold. Yeah, it's barely liquid water. Like the it, way back cold. has been more of the same. Not rain, really, just cold, just so shivering cold. It, it's. I look forward to getting home. Where yeah. are you now? Somewhere in Tennessee, um, past Memphis. Is there a Jackson, Tennessee? I'm not. Wait, maybe um, this thing will say Jacksonville. Okay. Mm, no, I it mean, doesn't say. Yeah, that's are you guys a, supposed to get like a bunch of snow this weekend? I don't know if you guys North are. Carolina we'll get weather for some. You know, it'll be cold and it'll be rainy. It may snow. I'm not sure. They never yeah. know shit about the Midwest until it's happening because of all the weather things. And so, like, I was literally reading an article today where it's like St. Louis going to get between two and twelve inches of snow. <laughs> I and know. it's like that's not a helpful like like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like well, you, you got to narrow it down like, like at least pretend you know what's going on. Your weather forecast is you may or may not have a problem. Yeah, it yeah. could be awful or it could be just. I mean, if it's going to be that oh. cold anyway, I'd like a, a couple days of snow. Make it. Well, look I'm not nice. going to. I'm not going to even going to complain about like the little bit of chilliness that we have here. It's, I mean, it's cold, uh. but it's not knuckles in your crotch cold <laughs> dude I, jesus when i crossed the as i like the mississippi river I, I feel like it doesn't get the credit it deserves i know you can't really play it's in a it big river yeah but it's a cool like national landmark like people think of yosemite and all this cool shit but i feel like the mississippi river at least in my circles doesn't get the credit it deserves i crossed it on interstate 20 on the way out there and it it just it lacked the grandeur. Interstate twenty doesn't do it right. There mm-hmm. aren't towns on either side of it. Like the 
Mm. When I crossed it doing the Transamerica Trail, it was like tourist attractions and stuff. Neat little quaint town on either side of the river. Like those guys did it. I've never noticed. Did you cross it on 40? I, this time I did. Okay. And uh, it's a little think- better, but I didn't stop. I Kyle. wouldn't either. I, I'm trying to think where it even is. Like I never noticed. Like, like the the ones I've really noticed um, driving, um, like along the southern uh, part of the U.S., like through Louisiana. There's a big bridge there somewhere, like a crazy long bridge that you drive on for like miles and miles, and you're just hmm. you, you're still on the bridge, whatever that thing is. And then um, going up to Chicago by land. For some reason, um, I always go over this really tall bridge that has like suicide warnings on the approach. They're, they're, really? they're like, you know, if, if they say stuff like there, there's like it's like, you know, turn back. You don't need to die. But then there's also <laughs> some signs that are like, if you see somebody, they're not a tourist. They're not a looky loo. This is not a pedestrian bridge. Warn someone <laughs> like, you know honk three times in case of jumper or, or whatever it says. But like when you get up on that thing and you're going over it, you're like, oh yeah, I'd die. Yeah. Oh yeah, this isn't one of those. This isn't one of those point your toes and cross your arms. This is like, holy shit, we're going to hit the water hard. Yeah. I didn't understand that as a kid. Like when I'd hear about like Golden Gate Bridge jumpers until I saw like what you were jumping into. And it's like, oh Well, they're man. dumb there too because. You can survive. Some people yeah. have. And then get sucked out because you're right there where you get it, that inlet or whatever you call it. Like, because I know that that's one of the, oh. the with the with Alcatraz, which is like on the other side of the bridge. That was one of the things they always talked about. That like maybe you could get to here, maybe you get to there, but then you just get sucked out to sea because that's what those currents do. This, that, yeah. and the other. it's like lots of time for regret. Horrifying mm-hmm. would that be? You've been behind bars for 15 years and you're like freedom, and then you're like, wait, the shores. Wait, 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 what now? And you just keep going. You just keep going and like you know, die of thirst out there. And, and then you do, do you think they spend a lot of time looking for you? Or are no, they like, not out oh, there? I don't, I don't see him. Like just standing <laughs> on the beach squinting. Uh, yeah. That would be awesome. Supposedly no one ever uh, escaped, but then there's, I don't know, if you, if you grew up uh, during the 90s, then you watched one of the 30 like tv shows about could they have survived and then they had that little animated like dotted trail thing across the bay well they'd <laughs> yeah. have had to paddle it 12 miles yeah that seems impossible it's like the answer not. may surprise you the answer yeah. is no like I, yeah. <laughs> a bunch of people have done that swim that's like a, yeah. a swimmer's thing uh the swim from alcatraz to where does it san francisco i'm not even sure yeah is it uh well, that's it's the possible, city that it's like. But you have you know, to be a real swimmer. Like you mm-hmm. have to be an in shape swimmer who's competitive at swimming, and you don't have to be world class or anything. But it's a it's a tough swim. Mm-hmm. So uh, you need uh, that background at the very least. Like exactly, like, you, you like, need to practice for some think, regular person or even like an out of shape ex swimmer. You might just die. But all right, so so here's my like hypothetical, and it would have it's what it would have to be, right? You'd have you would need to be a really strong swimmer from your younger days. Now you've been in prison for a while, and you just do some jumping jacks. You're obviously not you're not doing laps in the pool. Yeah, not, no right? one's going to be able to be that good at swimming after like twelve I years think so. on the inside. Why you know? not? Because you like you, you fall. If they practice. needed to play a quick game of like pick up basketball, and all they've been doing is like swimming, I'd be like, well, yeah, he's in shape. Yeah, but he's only swam for exercise. Yeah, so good cardio and the and good on the job. All right, great. Get him in the game. I, I think that's I a pretty good comparison. It. Like, it depends on how good you need to be at basketball. Do you need to be at your best? Because mm-hmm. your shot's going to be cold. You're dribbling. You know, your your handles aren't going to be at your I peak. Just, but you, you are still a basketball a player, right? You're still a basketball <laughs> player. Like like Taylor, you're you're I haven't been playing hockey lately. But mm-hmm. you're light years better than someone who doesn't have your background. Sure. You know, you're I fall have, over and mm-hmm. hurt myself. <laughs> So it's you're out like, there like taking big wide strides and like looking around like wow it's bigger down here in a like, real like the no. water is not that cold so. it is pretty cold is it no, I, I, well then wouldn't that be the hardest thing like if, you, if you haven't done it a long problem. time you wouldn't know how to breathe right and mm, right that, isn't that that's the not the scary part but there is a i don't know how to train for cold like that's just no, 10 um, degrees lower than other parts of the bay well i don't know where that I, is but yeah exactly cold. um so somewhere between very cold and not cold at all. <laughs> so on the East Coast, <laughs> the Gulf Stream goes from Florida up towards Maine. On the West Coast, I think it's the opposite. I think it comes down from Alaska, and that's why California beaches are so cold. Uh, 
Huh. Never been to well, a California beach. Wouldn't yeah. know. Well, wear a oh, suit. Taylor, did you? I sent you a book. Did you get it today? No, I didn't. It's in your mailbox. I will. I'll go out and check after oh, this. Well, thank you for the book. <laughs> I imagine it's Warhammer related. I'm going to tear it through it. It is Warhammer related, and it's. Uh, I don't know how long the the, the book is going to be because I did the audio book, but it was like a 10, 14 hour like listen or something like that. So it's probably like pretty pretty manageable. Awesome. Thank uh, you, I like it a lot. It's called. It. Yeah, it's called Krieg, K-R-I-E-G. It, tell, it not only tells, like, the background of the Krieg, but it, it, it juxtaposes that with, um, with, like, a modern story of them. Like, mm-hmm. while they're doing a thing right now, there are these flashbacks to, like, ten, like, a, thou- like a thousand years ago. Like, like, oh, you're wondering why we're like this? And then they, like, flashback to, like, their founding and stuff. So it's fun. They bounce around through the timelines. You get to see, like, an Inquisitor, the Krieg. Uh, I think orcs are I'm the excited. main bad guy. That'll be fun. Um, this is a this is a cool world. I'm excited to learn more about it. A yeah, cool universe, I, right? Yeah, I was like, I was trying to play. I've been looking for a game to play. I'm bored. the The Tarkov wipe is about to happen. Uh, I'm uh, the Dark Tide. When's people... Dark Tide gonna be done? So you Dark Tide it out already? Oh yeah, I'm, I'm not I'm playing so shit until I get a scoreboard. I'm not even I'm not even paying for it. Yeah, I, I'm not, I will not play unless I can ga- gauge wh- how if I'm getting better or not. Wow, it's such that's an really important, important part of the game. Oh okay, yeah, like Age of so Empires important. too. This game from 1999, which I mean is remastered, but they didn't add more stats. You can go to 15 different layers. What were your military stats? What were your economy stats? What were your total kills, total deaths? How many of these buildings did you have? That one. This game is 30 years or 20 something years or newer and. Nothing. It's it's embarrassing. It's an embarrassment to not have something that fundamentally necessary <laughs> well, to enjoying the game. You like it, and that you're not alone in liking it. Mm-hmm. I don't value the scoreboard that much. But you don't want to play the game more than super casually, though, right? Like like you don't want to play. No, I want dozens to be and dozens good. of hours. I, but how would you know if you're good? Yeah, exactly. Mm, I, I mean, I if hear you. Every, every game, you'd be like, we won again! And everybody else is like, oh, oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, man, it's just so easy. I, there's, there's only like eight enemies. <laughs> well, <laughs> We're all like Rick and Morty at the end you know, of the, the episode. The trick to doing well in this is to walk <laughs> behind you guys. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> like, but, but then I wouldn't mind if I looked at it and I had 800 kills and you had 100. I'd be like, fuck yeah. Yeah, do it again. <laughs> like, yeah. like I wouldn't care because I'd know and I'd feel good. And look, I don't need a scoreboard. I don't want to rub anybody's face in anything. Give me my private stats. Leave leave theirs out of it. Just say, hey, mm. Kyle, you got 100 kills. Oh, good to know. Last raid, I only got 85 and I was using the, the dagger. But you're telling me I can get fucking 20 more kills every raid just by using the sword. I'm, I'm writing stats down anyway. Like I, I, mm-hmm. I'm fucking. I, I like stats. I like. I, I like numbers. I'm over here constantly jotting shit down from these games. We've gone old time. We're old timey now. Older and older now. I love this is what I keep my secrets in. Kyle has surpassed me as the oldest person on the show somehow. I love <laughs> get his I like glasses notebooks. out. <laughs> yeah. so can write down. I really like notebooks. Like writing it. Uh, I like writing down with ink. Um, well, Kyle, I, I know you said you're looking for. I've got seven of my friends now all playing AOE too. I see you guys getting on. Are you getting on like all the time? It's fun. Some, I mean, it's like every game where I leave it running all the time. But like, it's some a give it a go. Discord. It's really difficult to like get good at. You liked Age of Mythology. It's like that, except much, much, much more complicated. And there's a lot more counter units. The economy's harder to run. Um, well, it's I just got, a more complicated version. I got Warhammer three today, um, so I only I just played a little bit of that, but um, that's going to tide me over, I think, to the Tarkov wipe. It's wiping in the next less than seven days. Like the next, so I haven't guess, announced it. Have they, like they don't. Sometimes well, they tell you like four days in advance, or I forget. I could be wrong, but I'm. I don't remember that ever happening. I remember them being like wipe soon, and then like pre-wipe events start where they start ramping yes, the craziness up. So we're into like the third or the fourth pre-wipe event. Um, every okay. day they're doing a different thing. Um, frankly, they're things that don't have any interest to me. Somebody who kind of like went up to level 42 and I've got millions and millions of rubles and all the guns and stuff. To me, I'm done. But so the things they're doing are making are giving you end game progression to the people who didn't do what I did. And I'm like, oh, okay, like so nothing for me then. Um, go. They they made a quest so that if you get fifteen melee kills 
and a Tajilla, who's a boss, melee kill on um, then you can uh, get max traders. All your traders are max now. Okay. They made a thing so that player uh, dog tags are worth, I don't know the multiplier, but like 280 times the level, I think. So if your level one tag is worth 280 rubles, but a level 50 is worth, it's incalculable, over 100,000, 125,000 mm -hmm. or something like that, roughly. And then they've also increased the rate at which you, not your leveling experience, but your physical trait experience, like the RPG stuff. It's like 2,400% faster. So you can go in a raid and just shoot a gun off and you can see like your recoil control, like tanking up. So it's giving everybody max end game levels, stats, traders and stuff. That's I've fine. already got that stuff. Like I'm good. Oh, I just want. I'm ready for the for the white, you know. So so I'm I, I kind of pop in. I'm like, oh okay. So this one, I think yesterday it, they made it so that the cost for upgrading your 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 um, hideout was bottles of beer. So now hmm. bottles of beer are like the thing to find, and like everybody's <laughs> like running around fighting for bottles of beer or anything you can use to make bottles of beer. Um, I'm mostly just trying to get like unrusty, like memorizing my keybinds and stuff, and playing with the new PC and, and being amazed at the performance of it in Tarkov because Tarkov is so demanding. But um, I'm ready for the white. It's going to be fun. The Streets of Tarkov is definitely coming. And uh, a, a lot of people think they're going to do some stuff with the traders. And they've all but confirmed that the quests are <clears throat> quite different now. So that early game Tarkov does not um, mean customs. It means streets. Early game Tarkov oh. is going to... Because what they want the game to eventually be when you log in... There are no traders because you haven't met them yet in the world of Tarkov. There are no maps. There's one map. There's there's streets of Tarkov and everybody on day one, level one goes to streets of Tarkov and they begin their journey, unlocking maps and traders um, so that they can so that they can utilize them. So you'll have to go in and like, I'm just making this up, like rescue the therapist from like some some USEC guys or something. And she'll be like, oh, I owe you one. You I, know, like I run this. a little clinic on the outside. You and I can do business. Like, there's <laughs> going to be like an interaction, something like that. Because I've seen the 3D models of like the the traders that we're so familiar with, like the uh, prapper and, and therapist, and mm -hmm. them like as characters talking and moving. Yeah, I never really thought about. It. I've never seen them as characters talking. I just know they're pictures. Yeah, and... that's the that that's the goal is for all of that to work as I just described it. So yeah, I, um, a lot of stuff's coming out. This is people have been waiting about five years for this. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, like, like, it's a very big deal um, for those who. I'll, I'll say this: um, Twitch is going to be all Tarkov. Um, I would say by by Sunday um, or Monday, there'll be a quarter million to three hundred fifty thousand people on Tarkov. I guarantee it. There's twenty four thousand right now by comparison, because they'll do like drops on uh, on Wipe Day plus the new map, and then they'll. I don't know, spend a million dollars paying Twitch people to, to play the are game the, that don't uh, normally. Mm -hmm. Are all the Tarkov streamers like taking it easy right now? Because they don't yeah. want to grind. They literally are. To, it's fun to see like how they all like. Because it'd be a for, waste. Like why would they? It's like a marathon is coming up. Yeah. A marathon's coming up and it's cool to see how the athletes are prepping for it. Pastilli's mm -hmm. like, um, he's got other people at his house. It seems like when he's, a, he's doing a charity stream right now. So he's kind of a unique example. So, so. He's got a guy like on camera while he's asleep that people seem to like. I don't know that guy, but but like I clicked in, I just like scrolled past it and I think he was doing jumping jacks. Like just some random middle-aged man was doing jumping jacks for like twelve hundred people. It's is it his father by chance? Do you know that? I've seen his dad. This oh, man okay. looked younger, like like I don't know, thirties, forty, late thirties, early forties, something like that. Um, and then some of the other guys like are just toning their hours down or playing other games and uh but but everybody that i've gone i've I, willers and landmark and uh, all the people that i watch slush puppy they're they're getting ready for the big plunge mm -hmm. i don't know about slush puppy actually he's been playing so much of that dark and darker game that we were talking about on the last show i think he intends to to be one of the highest ranked people on the planet so i think he's been grinding the shit out of that that mm. game so hard i quit <laughs> <laughs> that game is so hard that. now i, can I need time. help that game no, smart. I love I to hear, help this game and help me. What was the other game that's a little bit like Elden Ring? That is Elden Ring. Going for thank you. Yeah. So right, Kyle next and Kyle's hard. not alone. Um, 
we were in the PKA hangout. And you have to know, Kyle's a real gamer, right? Everyone listening to the show knows. Mm -hmm. Kyle plays games. He's been playing for a long time. He is uh, not a pro gamer, but he is better than most. If he was your friend, he'd be your most talented friend. He can pick any game up pretty quickly. Yeah. When he says a game is too hard, that game's fucking hard. We were in the PKA hangout. This is Elden Ring. And Kyle's like, it's too hard. And everyone else there is like Kyle's peer. And they're like, yeah, that game's too hard. That game's too hard. Most <laughs> people didn't like it. Yeah, they're all better than me, and they're and they're and they're, and they're like, oh, yeah, it's too hard. I don't like that. And, and the problem is, I'd never played a um, a, what are they what are they called? Scrolls or uh, whatever whatever that that series of game, Soul? games is. Dark Souls. Dark Souls. Dark Souls yeah. games. That's what I mean. Um, I'd never played any of those before, or any game that makes you like dodge, parry, duck so accurately uh, and, and it's really hard for me to pick up the combos because they'll do sort of this thing mm-hmm. where they sw- they pull back to hit you and then they're like what it's like a baseball player they like give it a little twirl and then yeah. wham and it's like fuck there was no i mean it was a wind up but no warning like 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 i didn't know when it was coming and mm-hmm. uh, and it's just instant death or it'll be like you've got 100 hp it takes 87 of them away and now you're just like can i get away to heal up and he's like i'm on a horse dummy yeah. <laughs> down, like whomping you it's i had to give up on that one now what, dark and dark is, uh, is an example of me just being a low level not knowing what i'm doing and needing friends it's three players go into a raid <clears throat> imagine it's just like tarkov and it's it's an extraction game but we're going. You're going to pick a, a class um, first. You're going to be like one of the traditional Dungeons and Dragons uh, classes: uh, a cleric, a wizard. Um, I think maybe like a barbarian or or a soul. You know, yeah. stuff like that. And um, obviously, they have very different stats and weapons and speeds and stuff. And you go and you crawl through a goddamn dungeon, but you immediately run into difficult AI and people. Real people, like, real, yeah, yeah, who are also doing the same thing. They're in parties of one to three as well. I was playing solo, and I'd run into three fucking wizards or some shit. <laughs> I got my dagger, and I'm just like, "Stay back!" They're like, they're like, "Get fucked, loser!" And they just <laughs> you're like, "Can I be on your team?" <laughs> oh, that too. Like, like I ran into another solo, and I'm I crouch, and he crouches. And I'm like, "Yeah, let's do this." And now we go on like a swashbuckling buckling adventure. <laughs> and we run into three scary men who are, who are already on a swashbuckling. And they did not <laughs> respond to your crouching. They had a wizard with them. <laughs> um, you, know, you, you need to play a wizard. It seems like. <laughs> well, like the wizard was so hard, dude. Like, like this wasn't like in Skyrim or something that I played before. When it's like, all right, left buttons the fireball, right buttons the telekinesis. Look out, motherfucker! <laughs> it was like this dude. This dude immediately pulls out a book, <laughs> like a big old grimoire, and it's got, it's got all sort of pentagram. And he's like, <laughs> and we're in battle. Like, 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 I'm not in another screen. I got the book out, and I'm running around, and I hit the wrong button, and he sits down and starts meditating. <laughs> like, like, he's meditating to like to like lower his like you would like stress. Of, yeah, because you'd use your magic, and it like. Over start, start to overheat. You yeah. do this mechanic where you like something like that. You recharge your, your magica or something. And so I'm sitting there, fuss, and they're fucking ding, ding, and you die fast. You die yeah. really fast. And the uh, AI is very difficult. But the but it the game looks like it costs two hundred thousand dollars to make. So the AI yeah, I'm watching is a like, gameplay video. It's not it's any like, better looking than Skyrim. Oh, it's <laughs> awful. It's awful. Looking. Maybe a little it's worse looking simple, than Skyrim. But it's very very popular. And I and um I think that um. If they keep supporting it, and if they're they're able to keep the people on Twitch playing it, then it's going to continue to be really, really popular. Because I don't know, I can see where it could be addictive. I just I'm going to need friends to play that one. You can't play that one solo. Can you? I can play difficulty. Well, it's you know it's a multiplayer game, so like no, you're you're in there with. uh, There might be different arenas that I wasn't aware of, like where we can play uh, in some different fashion, like maybe just AI. But I doubt it. This is—it's not just early access. It's like early, early alpha bullshit. Oh, okay. That like, like the, it, you had to um, request to be part of the thing. I don't think I think it's free. I don't think I paid anything. They've got that um, same grid inventory system Tarkov has. Yeah, yeah. They, it's it's very Tarkov esque. With you know, the, I that's the new thing. If you ask me, uh, is the is the extraction based um, shooter. Um, 
this obviously isn't exactly a shooter. It's its own really weird niche thing. But extraction-based gaming in general, I think, is going to be the new thing going forward. Whereas, um, you know, PUBG exploded with Battle Royale and everybody copied it and it became the mm -hmm. thing. And you, you saw this little Korean, I think, studio come up with this great idea. Um, well, not, they didn't come up with it on their own. Obviously, it dates back, I think, to Battle Royale, the, the movie. It was the first time I'd ever seen anything like that. But um, obviously, every AAA, AAA developer went out there and copied it and did it better. Fortnite is massive. I can't yeah. imagine how big Fortnite is at this point. Those those is gigantic it still mobile growing? games. I, I don't know if it's growing. I just know how it just seems so culturally relevant. We we, we talk about Avatar sometimes and how like uh -huh. nobody fucking even knows who that who those blue people are or what they do. The Nabu, mm -hmm. Navu, I don't fucking know. But close. Yeah. God damn it, I've seen kids do got do dances and shit from that game and sing the songs and I I it's it's I didn't like it when it came out. I, I hated it. I was like, no, nah, I like PUBG better. I like the aesthetic of that better, the gameplay of that better, and I don't want to build shit. So it was just like quick. We played for like three hours and, and mm -hmm. quit when it came out, and then it went on to be just so goddamn gigantic. But yeah, I, I think I think BR's out. Extraction stuff's in. There's several really cool extraction games right now. I think Hunt Showdown. Uh, I haven't played any of that. Don't, haven't, don't even know what it looks like, but I've heard that it's similar. Um, it's sort of a light version. And then there's a space game now where... You know how in the Expanse <clears throat> they had that that concept of raiding enemy ships where they crash like a pod into your ship and it like blows a hole into your ship that they can then breach through. Mm -hmm. You do that's what the game is. Like you're in these little pods like ramming other people and and that's how you do your raid. They're like it's like a it I think the the lore cool. is that World War 2 never ended. Maybe the Nazis won <laughs> and, but but everything has a very space so Nazi <laughs> aesthetic. Well, like they're winning, maybe I I, don't, I didn't get too deep into it, but like a thousand like years a, in, and they've got the lead, but we yeah. come back. <laughs> you look like space Nazis or something. We are being dominated. Take your position. Thousand years into World War II, and Mecha Hitler is still a problem. <laughs> you said that close enough to the Call of Duty Four announcer that it almost triggered one of those Winter Soldier fucking ticks in my yeah. head. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh shit, capture A, somebody. <laughs> <laughs> what was that other one that the guy always yelled? The Arab. Yamagalov. 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 Which I think is Arabic for frag grenade or. It could have been Arabic for "I'm about to shoot my gun. I'm I'm running right now. I'm throwing a grenade. Reload. I'm crouching. It could have I think been it's grenade though. I think it's specifically. I think grenade. it was grenade. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then like like uh, there's there's all those little blurbs. Remember from Age of Mythology, the, all that nonsense the villagers saying like yeah, Vormos. Vulame. <laughs> Bulame. Every time you like grab one, select him to do a, a task. He goes Bulame. I don't know what that means in Greek, but it probably means yes sir or some shit like that. I uh, love that with those those Age of Whatever games. They just didn't bother with any voice lines, like so at deeper. all. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's just silly noise. It, and in this one, like Age of Empires two, obviously it's like different cultures, and so like you click like a Japanese villager and have him do something. He's like Oh shit, and then you click like a British one. He'll be like. Tell him to chop wood, and he'll be like chopper, chopping, like that kind of shit. But yeah, like yeah, they, yeah. they go all out with the Japanese and the Chinese, like straight up, like oh no shit, oh no, do no. It's like all right, was, was this cool in the late nineties? <laughs> <laughs> like you can just do that, but yeah, the, they had a whole tournament called the Wolo Lolo tournament because they only got one audio clip for the monks for the whole game, and all it does is go Wolo Lolo. When he's trying oh yeah, to yeah, yeah. You. That's from Age of Mythology too. Yeah, yeah. They couldn't, they couldn't spare oh, any oh, money no. on two Wololos. <laughs> they used to, oh, okay, all right, that's so funny you say that. That's so identical, almost identical to the Civ Five one when you're uh, when you're sending like um, I can't think if it's missionaries or, or some other unit. You use it to convert enemy cities. I yeah. think it's like uh, yeah. And, and he goes <laughs> and some sparkles come out, and all of a sudden, all your people are Jews. It's like shit. <laughs> it's, they, they, they took root that quick. It was just one they, turn, and they're all Jews. <laughs> one turn, and you're all and you're all Hebrews. Yeah, the now. religious fuck. the religious wars in that back. game are so funny because they piss you the fuck off. You can't like if they if they just showed up with army, like you'd be like fuck you, blow your shit up. But they show up these little missionaries, and you can't declare a war because it's like real life. If some missionaries mm -hmm. showed up, you you can't just kill them. It starts a war. So you have to just let them come in and convert your people to their bastard religion, or and you and you know they they make you tie up your own resources defending against it. 
I, Civ it was such a fun game. I it was so deep though, and by the time I like started playing it, like you and everybody in the Discord was like on the last kind of leg of you guys being into it, so it was like impossible to to keep up because every turn, especially early game when like turn-based RTS early game is always the most important because you're building the foundation of everything like you need to know when to research pottery you know when it, when to build a certain building and if you get to like turn five and you did something out of order it's like oh well this was this was fun like there's no way for me to catch up correctly because I'm yeah you've got to be the prepared for my one of the problem. big things Kyle got too good right it was like oh let's play Civ we're all gonna goof about and Kyle's like I, I don't know fucking fully decked out samurai warrior just slicing and dicing me and i'm like god that i don't like this game oh yeah Yeah, i'd be like really excited that i was getting to crossbows and he's like got like low level planes yeah it's (laughs) some of the imagine you like boxing right like let's spar let's spar and he just knocks the like beats the fuck out of you every time (laughs) you're like you know what boxing's not fun it's it's I'm out of well, my league. Even when you play a game, because Kyle throws himself into learning games he wants to get good at, and like Kyle had no experience with real-time strategy, like top-down RTS, like Age of Mythology. I had a ton of experience with it. It took him less than like a week of gaming sessions, not even every day, until we're playing and he's and I'm like looking at the score and I'm like, oh fuck, like he's right there. How is he going this fucking fast? And like, just. You would just practice build orders, which is how you actually get good at games like that. And you would just restart. Watch YouTube videos on them. You have to do that stuff for RTS games. And so, like, RTS more than, like, Call of Duty, stuff like that. Like, if you just watch a few YouTube videos of some, like, nerd online who's really good, you can be like, all right, I'm going to do exactly what this guy does. And then once I get to, like, the 20-minute point of the game, I've done the whole build order, and now I can kind of freewheel. Because it's not like a shooter where it's like, I can watch Landmark jump out that window, turn to the left, and shoot those guys in, in the head over and over. But goddamn if I can do it. You know, there's something about my yeah. hand-eye coordination that's just not there. Um, um, and and I, I, it's just never going to be, no matter what. I can get close by practicing eight hours a day. I can get as good as I can be. But I can't mm-hmm. get to him because he has, he has this talent and whatever else. Um, but with RTS, well, I can sit there and I can put your screen... And I mean, like, like whoever's the best in the world, I can mm-hmm. I can put him next on that screen. I can have my screen here, and I just try to keep pace. Now it's just clicking and memorizing things. That I can be as good as the best guy in the world, at least at the build order. I might not be able to stop on the fly and change his build yeah. order like he can. He, he could be like he could see that oh things are oh let me add, add a little bit more richness to the fuel here or whatever. Like mm-hmm. he can change things on the fly because he's an expert. But I can copy his build order and keep keep. Uh, yeah, sometimes there's other decisions to be made like. In Civ, for example, where are you going to put your city? That's really important. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you need to quickly size up an area, make some educated guesses. Is this the best I'm going to find? Is it worth going seven more moves to find a better place? It might not be. You know, seven mm-hmm. moves is a lot. Um, now that that takes a lot of knowledge, and I never got it, really. I Yeah, I, I like accumulating the knowledge. I don't know. I, I like learning useless things as much as I like learning the things that you, we used to consider to be useful. I don't know what useful knowledge is anymore, really. You know, like... like, like, like Yeah, I guess I, low-level math. But, but useful to... Math. Not useful to me. Like, 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 I've got a calculator, and I've got Google. Like, like, I'll never need to know that math unless I want to pursue some sort of career in aerospace or something right that's high level math I, I, I was at a store the other day and a girl shouts out like what's 30 minus 7 and she was stumped by it i'm like 23 oh <laughs> it's my time who, to shine who would say that I, in public I really thought there were going to be more <laughs> steps <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing hey, 30 minus 7 those are easy those are round that's a round number good, it, I had sympathy. You know why? Because one time when I was in high school, for the life of me, I was like, how do you spell who? I, mm. Fuck. I I I'm drawing it, yeah. a blank. Like, who? I, all the things I'm trying don't seem right. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm sure Taylor can't relate. But who, if you don't know it, you can't guess it. 
<laughs> no, it's, the one, it's one of those that you're like, oh, oh, doesn't look right. Like an owl. Yeah. <laughs> I think that's more of like a Whoville <laughs> person. <Right? laughs> so when she didn't know 30 minus seven, I, I cut her some slack. That takes yeah. its own kind of confidence to just belt out there. Hey, someone, 30 minus seven. What do we got, <laughs> folks? What do we got? <laughs> taking, taking suggestions from the peanut gallery here. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Thirty minus seven. I know what you mean with the spelling thing. Like no, every you once don't. in a while. No, you don't. You liar. You don't. Every know. once in a while, you you forget how to spell something easy. For me, it's very quick. Like, and I'll be like, oh, okay. Like I, spelling, I'm I'm so I'm so solid with spelling. Like Restaurant, math. Be, every uh, once in a while, like with math, I'll be like seven times. Seven. What the fuck is that one again? <laughs> oh yeah, forty nine. Okay. Like, <laughs> and if it takes more than a few seconds, it's like I don't. I don't even need to know. <laughs> yeah. I'm not hey. sure that. A, a, like, like, I'm pretty sure I, I have all my uh, multiplication tables of the with the nines memorized, but I didn't memorize them as a kid because I quit. My teacher taught us this way to to learn them by doing this thing with your knuckles. Um, we didn't. Yeah, do that. It, it was like uh, um. Okay, so like nine times three is twenty-seven. So you've got two knuckles here. That's two, and then there were there's seven knuckles uh, to the right, and it works for every knuckle. Then she taught us that for some reason, so we didn't have to memorize it. So you go, you touch the fifth knuckle, and it's 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 nine times five, fifty-four, and it like, like keeps going. It, it works perfectly. So I'd never memorized yeah. those in school. Yeah, nine, and then nine, every nine time, times five every, is not fifty-four. It absolutely is. It's okay. 45, though. So there were times in my adult life, like, like, like jokes aside, where, I would, where I'd, be, um, I'd, be in a, I'd be in a meeting or something at work, or like I'd be selling a car, and I'd be like... <laughs> Sorry, I had to multiply something by nine by using my hands like a monkey. <laughs> I don't remember it. Like, I, I think you subtract that number from the nine. I'm trying to remember it. Like, what? Um, I think that if like you nine times four. All right, so you're doing nine times three, so that's twenty-seven. There's twenty-seven knuckles. There's twenty and then seven. Wait, how many knuckles do you have? Oh, like <laughs> seven, seven. This is um, so much harder than just memorizing it. <laughs> I'm not saying it's practical now. You know what happened? <laughs> is your teacher never learned without the knuckle trick either? <laughs> She's just passing awesome. misinformation down through the ages. Miss <laughs> Stevenson, how do you do nine times six? We don't go past eight here, kids. <laughs> wow. You you, Dude, you're going to go be a lawyer up north with your nine-digit multiplications. <laughs> so uh, dude, Messi won the World Cup. I know we're not into soccer around here, but I... I didn't know he'd never won. Yeah, so he's... I don't know if that's his first name or his last. It's his last. Lionel Messi, something very close that's to that. Like and uh, I, I just became a fan of this guy like three months ago. In July. But when I broke my leg... There, there's this song called Waving Flag, and uh, in it, there's a line. It's like, when I get older, I'll get stronger, whatever. And it was what I needed emotionally to heal from my fucking broken leg because I suck at riding motorcycles. All right. So um, I became this messy fan. Apparently, Waving Flag is associated with soccer, and I just watch his highlights again and again and again. I watched mm -hmm. his highlights like 200 times maybe more Damn. like a lot because i just i'm in bed healing up watching this like on repeat practically and uh anyway so now i'm like hoping this guy does well but winning the world cup apparently is some sort of crapshoot you never know who's going to do well it's mm -hmm. it's it's a little random and and the best team doesn't always win and and he just keeps winning and winning and winning. He makes it to the finals. And there's this like Messi versus Matabe. I'm not a huge soccer guy, but that's close from France. This guy won the World Cup at like 18 or something ridiculous. And now he's trying to win it again four years later. He wants to have two World Cups by the time he's like 22. And uh, it is Jordan versus LeBron. It is these two guys, the best who's ever played in Messi, right? Perhaps the best soccer player the earth has ever seen thus far against the guy who might be better, but he's, you know, only 22. So he doesn't have the career stats to prove it. 
And uh, I was really hoping for Messi. If he didn't win it this year, he wasn't going to be better at He's like 35, maybe. Like It's mm-hmm. not like he's going to come back at 39 and be like, all right, I figured it out. This is it. This is his chance. And Got that uh, support, I wouldn't imagine, with all the running. I yeah. would think you're right. Yeah. Um, and well, he is on performance enhancing drugs, so that helps him. Well, they all are, though. You know, it's the it's the whole Lance Armstrong situation. You just you it, might be right. He though has a so Messi's a little guy. He's like five five. I'm making that up, but it's not far off. And uh, he had some sort of weird like like his body's fucked, so he's allowed to take human growth hormone. Oh, cool. Huh. Yeah. So oh, he's, he's like an odd job situation. Yeah, that's not that's not even fair. Like, like, come on, I don't know. Smaller hitbox jobs. In '64, Goldeneye, you could play as Ajab, who is a James Bond character, and uh, he's he's a small Asian man. Uh, He was, I think, he was played by that. Oh no, no, no! In the Austin Powers version, he was played that by the MMA fighter who was a rapist. Um, Fun little factoid. Warlord, that guy. He was the one who got in trouble for the multiple dick punches. I think that time you may have seen him going ham on the guy's dick. Yeah, um, that's older. Hand it's so funny yeah. I know about the Austin Powers guy being a rapist because Kyle, <laughs> you've told me this before. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His th- so so Oddjob and, and James Bond has a hat with like a razor's edge and he throws it and kills people, decapitates them. But uh, but but in the uh, James Bond version, it's the it's an Asian MMA rapist man. It's funny. I've actually seen his uh, the police interview, the interrogation rather of him. He's like. You may have seen me in Austin Powers. That was the guy with the shoe. <laughs> and he's like, he's like trying to talk his way out of murder. That's <laughs> the guy with the shoe. Like, 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 like the cop was going to be, holy shit. Did you get to meet Goldfinger? Huh, my, her, let, get them handcuffs off him, Jim. Fuck. <laughs> this is a personal shoe. friend of Michael Myers. <laughs> so anyway. We're we going to give you the key to the city. <laughs> The old guy won his World Cup. It was great. And, and I think most people are rooting for me. Even if you like Matab, something close to that, Matab, um, he already has a World Cup. And he's young. He can win more. Yeah, he's Give 22. Who, who cares? Did you see, uh, <laughs> did you see the news article um, about wondering why Argentina's uh, soccer team is so white? <laughs> I, t- I saw her, like, I, a meme I saw, about it. Uh, yeah, yeah. I guess there's some news article about, like, hey, what, what's the deal? Why is Argentina's team so white? And they're like, oh, see, we didn't kidnap half of Africa and import them. Sorry. <laughs> oh, I didn't. I saw something different. It's, it, it was like because we're a country, not a diversification program or something like that. Like sure, shot sure. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, like, like the real reason is all of Europe is being. Um, what the fuck? Why we, is Argentina's team full of Argentinians? <laughs> like what the fuck? Is, right. What, oh, what, who should it be? Dickhead? Like, who should be making <laughs> up the Argentina so many- team? Why did, you know, why I bet Ar- they probably picked the best soccer players. And, yeah, I, <laughs> and that's who it happened to be. I, I'm, I'm guessing that all the European teams are made up of um, Indian, Pakistani, and African players to some extent or another. Like, there's a lot of black Frenchmen who play soccer. I'm making this up, but my suspicion is that much like America, a lot of our top athletes have african heritage mm. and that's why their teams are so diverse so like, I, I, like if you look at the u.s olympic team like our summer olympic teams mm-hmm. it what, what is america eight percent black it's more than eight percent black than oh it's more than that it, it, yeah am i wrong uh, it's higher it, but but not by much it's like 25 oh. or 30 percent or something like that and african americans way lower are, than that african americans are, are, are um gifted beyond the average look, look if you when you think africans you think those skinny fuckers with flies on them right They're, you think of that like those kids with distended oh. bellies um at least i do um because it's funny but but when you think african-american you think of like a, a big honking dude i think that like, like whether you like it or not the, the the sad part of the slave trade was they weren't bringing like skinny weak people over they were getting the like the biggest strongest guys they could and and then they, those guys that were already the biggest and strongest had to somehow survive a horrific trip where they're just chained in the bottom of a boat for a month and a half or some shit. And then they have to survive life here. And then they also had breeding programs where they would breed the biggest slaves with the biggest other slaves and create super slaves. There's this book called Roll of Thunder, Hear My Cry. It's a children's story, but um, <laughs> it's, it's, it's good. And, and, and one of the characters in there, he's, it's he's like, It's about that? Um, one of the characters, he's like, my mom. Yeah, he, he's like my mom and daddy. 
was breeding stock, but my mama loved my daddy, and they run off together. And then they got this whole story about how the white man came, and my mama and daddy fought them tooth and nail as the house burnt down around them. It's like the Just whole a story classic is children's tale. Oh, I, mm. I read it in the slavery in, uh, zone is a really good part of children's six, stories. Yeah. Sixth grade. Uh, yeah. Roll of thunder. Hear my cry. If anybody, I don't know. It was good in sixth grade. It's a real banger. It's good in sixth grade. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, it, I, I was reading at a very high level. Yeah, at the sixth grade <laughs> level. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> no, had, no, it was a, a, much higher than that. It was like oh, seven. <laughs> <laughs> it's a good book. Roll the thunder, your uh, mic. Well, my point is oh, that um, I'm going to read the yeah. Warhammer one first, though. I ha- I have a question for Kyle. Y- you sent a link in the WhatsApp. It's something to do with Sugar Shane O'Malley calling people oh, out, and I didn't I understand it. it. There's a background that I didn't get. Well, it's what I'm always talking about, how Khabib and these guys all, uh-huh. like, bow down to this uh, Katarov guy, the guy, the, the Chechen, like, president warlord Lord, who's, who's, put, who's Putin's butt buddy, who is actively sending, like, troops in and in, into in, in Ukraine and, like, massacring people. This guy who is a literal warlord bad guy, <clears throat> he's the one that, that Kamzat shows up to this kid's birthday, his, one of his son's birthday's parties. And then, like, he's, like, roughing Kamzat up, like, punching him in the face with boxing gloves, this chubby little 14-year-old cocksucker. And it's like, yeah, I bet you – oh, and, and then he makes Kamzat put it on his own Instagram. I thought that was funny. Uh, <laughs> Khabib's the same way. He's the one that – Khabib's been in, like, well, uh, This isn't com- surprising. That Kamzat Chimeyev, he's got the fucking Chechen beard. Like, those guys yeah, like all Putin the- a lot, right? Well, these guys – these well, three guys if they that, like that- Putin, Putin must be cool. Because they're – sure. Because those are cool well, beards. I don't like those guys. I don't like Putin. Um, well, what uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley is calling out is the fact that Justin Gaethje, um, Henry Cejudo, and uh, who's the third one? I'm sp- uh, Kamaru Usman all flew over at this guy's invite to go to another one of his kids' birthday parties. Because I get because he's and, and they're like shooting guns in this guy's like uh, like firing range, like like rockets and machine guns and mm-hmm. stuff, and hanging out and and. Uh, it's a bad look, if you ask me. Like it's a ter- it. I wonder what they get. These are bad people. Don't the guys? Oh, they're getting that? a lot of money. They're getting cash. They're getting paid. They're getting paid to go to these birthday parties. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I like birthday parties. What? Are but they don't making? they? Do they live there when they're not fighting here? Like, do they live in Chechnya oh, no, 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 no. and stuff? All right. So we're talking about different people. So, so like, oh. what we're talking about right now is that three <laughs> UFC stars, not Chechens or something. Three UFC oh, okay. stars. Like, like this guy's a big UFC fan. Not only does he support like mixed martial arts in his country, along with being a warlord, he also um, like, like is just a fan of the sport. So he's paying um, Henry Cejudo, who's I guess he's a he's a Mexican American former champion, um, Kamar Usman, who's Nigerian slash American former, former champion. champion. Oh, okay. And and Justin Gaethje, who's just from the Midwest or like Wyoming or some shit somewhere out west where they're he might have been an strong. interim champion. Yeah, who was like, you know, just a just a white American dude. He's paying these stars to come to his kid's birthday party out there, and they're all showing up and taking his dirty terror. Do we know how much? No. You know, $100,000 would be easy to, to get him there, I bet. I okay. bet it's less than that, though. All right, well, that, that seems... Okay, thank you for explaining that. I This whole time, I'm like, wow, breaking Chechens hanging out in Chechnya with Chechen <laughs> guy. <laughs> like, no, okay, so this is just a guy from Wyoming who's like... Yeah, I'll hang out at this Chechen uh, warlord's house at yeah. the the Lord of War. The, you know the who wouldn't do death. it for all for all the knocks I have on him. Conor McGregor would never do that. No, he, he did meet with Putin, so he did he did meet oh. with Putin. To be fair, Fuck. you know, he, what, you remember um, he uh, he shakes Putin's hand <clears throat> three years. He shakes Putin's oh. hand and then he, he goes like yeah, put his arm around. He like big brothers Putin. It's like he does the arm over and then he immediately like. I think somebody's just like, hey, maybe we move. And he's like, ah, that ain't how you deal with Putin. You get, you get one of these. We're, we're side by side. I'm not going to put my hand. No, no, no. Okay, I see. There's <laughs> a big a little language. guy, too. I wonder if they're about Putin, the Putin and McGregor are about the same. Yeah, five, nine, five, eight, somewhere in there, both of them. Okay. Yeah, look at there. Nah, McGregor. Yeah, Connor's looking. See how he's like. I think McGregor's doing a thing, though. Like, 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 he, he does he look like he's. In, Increasing his size somehow, doesn't he? Like the ma- look, puffing out a bit, as, and, and look, like raising his shoulders. You've posed, you've posed for pictures when you're trying to like, like, 
Like, God damn, I look 30% fucking bigger if I turn a little to the left. It's oh, like, yeah, yeah. yeah that's, I have that's wide hips, here. so I, I take pictures with my hips tw t twisted a little bit. <laughs> Big shoulders, small hips. I want to I want a photo with like a short male world leader. Mm. That would that'd make you look that good. Who else who is there but Putin? I don't think he's on the table anymore. Moon. Kim Jong-un, oh he might Kim be even more difficult to get in touch with. You want someone that people don't you know. You're going to shoot down all my ideas. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> you're, when you're right, you're right. I need to come up with an idea before what I just you, shoot it down. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Taylor, you need to come up with a better idea. You can't just say mine or bad. Um, I want to I want to picture with that Macron, the French president, the Macron guy, because I want to ask him what it was like to be groomed as a child. <laughs> you know his wife? for an easily accessible <laughs> world leader. Do you know any yes. of those, Kyle? World and leader, Macron, the, world the French leader. guy, he's not even that short. I don't even think he is short. I think he's normal height. I, I, the whole I point is I want to take a photo with a world leader where Canadian it's like, damn, guy? I look so much taller than that One of guy. those good-looking world leaders, either Canada or France. Why would you want to be short. in a picture next to a good-looking world leader? You want yeah, the I, ugly I want an absolute dog. No, no, that hot one from like Finland or something. Oh, there's, they're all hot there. I'd settle with for like a Lindsey Graham. But they're not all tremendous female. Next to like Lindsay one Graham. of them has a hot female world leader. Slovenia or something. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I saw some hot she blonde hot chick dancing? at the World Cup with like, she had the um, the gay sleeves on her shirt. They were making a big, they were, they were all so proud. How brave she is with her gay. Oh, did she wear gay sleeves? Wait, wait, oh. isn't it a little brave to do that in Qatar? She's a fucking world leader. They can't do shit to her. They, they, they're it's I not saw brave Elon, to be a world leader and wear whatever you want there. I, I saw <laughs> Elon, do anything. Elon Musk is there with a big glass of wine, like, like, like laughing <laughs> it up. Like, 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 if you've got enough money, they just don't care. Dude, yeah, Elon Musk care. is the most interesting person in the world right now. Like, I'm. I'm here for. I don't know if my internet's breaking up, but yeah, yeah, no, uh, I, 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 to me, two years ago, and for like a six-year span, Donald Trump was the most interesting person in the world. Right, everything he said, mm -hmm. he could misspell something on a fucking tweet, and we're like hamburger or kafofi or whatever he said. Like we're all so engaged now. Mm -hmm. That person is Elon Musk. I, I, I it's like a. Well, right now I'm not, but I was waking up every day and just be like, what Elon do today? Mm -hmm. He had a poll as to whether or not he should step down from Twitter. Yeah. And yeah. they said I yes. I don't know how and long his approach of like contrived drama every day is going to last. Because like, oh, I agree. That's well, what he's I, doing. <laughs> right, But Trump did it for six years. So I don't know when I'm going to wear out on this. Yeah. I, what, what I find interesting is that these people on Reddit think that they can like own the richest man in the world somehow by tracking his jet and they're about to fuck around and find out because he'll buy reddit if, if you if you mess with him <laughs> enough like, like you, do you know who you're messing with i hope he I buys look, reddit and, and shuts Googled. it down I, so, so they, <laughs> just like, buys like, reddit and shuts it down there's a there's thing. a subreddit called elon jet tracker or something like that and and like there are all these fucking heroes are like they voted up to five seven thousand upvotes every time he lands by the way, I can't think of anything lame than being so far up this man's asshole that you think you can annoy him by like doing this while he has the most baller of lifestyle. <laughs> I didn't know it. I thought Elon Musk hunk was like bouncing around from like three companies or something a lot and like in board meetings and like man, it must be stressful and boring. He's a fucking baller. It's just he they're like Every time I wake up, I check, and he's his plane has gone from like Austin, Texas, to the UK, to Qatar for like a day at the World Cup, and then pictures of him, when he gets to Qatar, all of a sudden photos of him are everywhere, all over the internet. I'm just like getting them fed to me, like here he is with somebody we don't like. Here he is with someone we really don't like. Here he <laughs> is with wine. I guess I guess money has privilege. It's like no shit. Did you notice he's in a skybox so high up that he's like. The air smells clean. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah. He flew <laughs> there in a jet that you people are tracking, you weirdo. Like, yeah. like, and then, like, like again. I hope he buys a private prison and puts all those fucking losers in it. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. He, he flies that jet like it's his, uh, like it's a car. He's in, he's in, he's yeah. in that jet more often than, than most of us are in our cars. I bet some people who have private jets at least consider the expense of the private jet. Like, if you're Taylor Swift, mm -hmm. it's like, should I take the jet? Yeah, I think mm. I will. She said you're she Elon Musk. It out. Like, like, yeah, take the jet. <laughs> if you're Elon Musk, like, I, it's unfathomable wealth. 
a, mm-hmm. a jet to him is like a dime to you. Like, like have you yeah. seen his jet? By the way, it's better than. I bet it's right. awesome. So I will say this: Trump did a thing that makes it. I, I think that Trump did a thing by getting that seven thirty seven or whatever it is that sort of makes it so you don't have to get the coolest, most expensive jet because you went and got like a commercial airliner. It's like mm-hmm. I bet that. It. Yeah, I, I bet it costs less, though, than, like, the slickest, pimpest, like, 32 can, can I interrupt? Yeah. So he says it does. He, I, I saw him talk about it. Oh, this is a while ago, so it's out of date. But it was on um, The Apprentice. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, I bought this 737. I had it converted to be a personal jet. And it was a great financial decision. Not only is it better, but it's cheaper. That That's mm. his take on it. Huh. Now, I don't know if it's better, better. I, I imagine the, it costs a lot it's to so run it. So much bigger. Yeah, it's got more room. Right? But I I don't know. Like he's what, got a real bedroom in there. What do you want in a private jet? Do you want it to be big? Do you want it to be inexpensive to operate? Do you want it to be fast? I think fast might be a really big deal. Fast would be cool. Mm-hmm. And I that I mean, I think Trump's Not too fast. Jet, you want to enjoy it. I think Trump's no. <laughs> jet goes really fast. I, um, I want to be able to go to France if I feel like lunch. Like Yeah, yeah that would be cool. Right, like, and, and how far am I from France? And I'm in Raleigh, but not right now. But pretending, if I just want to launch and land in Paris, can you do it in six hours? Um, what's well, five hours time difference? <laughs> oh, I didn't. Consider, I mean, you see, you're saying there's time zones. <laughs> uh, so, so we can do this. So we could definitely get there. <laughs> we get there for lunch in France. <laughs> Oh, actually, we'll miss lunch in France because they're ahead. Looks like it takes eight hours, Woody. Mm. Eight hours. Is that... Does a, can a private jet do it faster or I slower? bet it can. Yeah, if you're just getting a regular old flight from Raleigh to Paris, seven hours, 55 minutes. So I, 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 I bet I, it's way I, faster. I, I just don't know enough about planes. to. Do, this is like those stars, the trash turning yeah. into stars. <laughs> but I think that, like, I think the airliners fly at, like, 32,000 feet, and I think they go around, like, 550, 560 miles an hour or something, right? I don't yeah. think that your private jet, you're like, yeah, take us to Mach 2, Jimmy. Like, that's not happening, right? Like, like so you're you could somewhere, afford a, you're definitely below 700 miles per hour. So, like, the, the difference is going to be negligible. You could afford the best pilot who could fly the oh, fastest man. jet. I, the best pilot? <laughs> you think it takes I, more talent? I don't think it takes <laughs> any talent at Doing all. Barrel rolls? Barrel rolls? <laughs> Doing barrel rolls. Actually, over, that would be pretty yeah. sick to have that guy. That, so, that that's the other 618 the knots, which is uh, about 700 miles an hour. Okay. So that's quicker. What what plane is that? The Cessna Citation. Jesus. But that's an exp- is that an expensive plane? It's considered the fastest one, so I have to assume ah, that it's expensive. That makes sense cuz 700 miles per hour is around where the sound the speed of sound is, obviously mm. depending on, you know, the altitude. But it's around there somewhere. I, I had no idea what the speed of sound was. You wait I, a minute. Wait a minute. No, no, no. Seven hundred miles per hour? No, it's seven hundred feet per second. That's that's what it is. It's three hundred and forty-three meters per second. So and how many mi- so how many miles per hour fuck. is it? Is it more like twelve or thirteen hundred? Is it like way more? Zach? I have to know now. Dude, I, I love how like <laughs> the people asking this question like asked it the way I would, where they're like, "Is the speed of sound a thousand miles an hour?" Like, just, <laughs> someone was just stamping in the dark here. <laughs> it looks um, like it's seven hundred and sixty-one point two miles an hour. Kyle hitting hitting the nail on the head pretty close. All right, so this would be just below that, just like Kyle said. Yeah, I think that breaking this, like like getting close to it, causes all sorts of turbulence, right? Because you, you see. When you when you when you see the, the the footage of the planes approaching the speed of sound and then breaking it, I don't know. You can see all that crazy. Uh, what is it that that like turbulence? I thought that was like, like the like shockwave, like per, is that in, movie impacting magic? your perception of it. No, that's not move. No, that's a real thing in in lens. Like like the air is doing that. That that crazy like, and you can see it like move over the 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 the, the plane because some parts of the plane will be moving faster than than others. It, that that might be. The wind will be moving over parts of the plane faster than others. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm like, it goes the same speed. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I was like, is this a trick question? Am I going to appear foolish if I counter signal him here? (laughs) The the wind will be moving faster over certain parts of the plane. And you can see that. 
for sure, because those parts will be the wind at those parts is, is going faster than the speed yeah. of sound or creating that 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 whatever that that, that, that sonic image boom is, that, that sort of mirage uh, um, that visual thing you get. Isn't that called is, is that called the sonic boom? Well, the he's noise talking about the visual boom. thing. I, I know it's I can it picture on. what he's talking about, but I don't know much yeah about it's, it. it's sort of this wiggly like it looks like star trek energy and like, i'm like around. does it always happen or does that happen at like certain condensation levels i'm not sure oh i bet it does matter there was too. a lot of stuff about the the water in the air yeah you didn't read ah. it but they did mention it may i guess it's condensed because the the air is being um condensed there and and it's moving fast and you're, you're seeing water vapor that's how clouds are made that's true and so diamonds about- are made too <laughs> Those are the four elements of Earth. Of, of our there's diamonds. There's water. Yeah, airplanes, see? he's making he's making and shockwaves and of course clouds. <laughs> That's really fucking cool. There's All clouds, right. water, steam. And well, I'm glad energy. we could make our audience. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we're when uh, we're out of time, time for <laughs> time for dinner. All right, PKN four thirty five.